the cool thing about it is God's biggest moves don't come out of the clear and sunny day where everything's great. You are listening to the Echo Church Podcast, and we are on a mission of rescue and restoration into a vibrant and fulfilled life. Welcome to a special podcast series here at Echo Church. The COVID-19 virus is affecting all of our lives in a very real way, not just locally, but worldwide. For our own safety, we have been strongly recommended to stay at home. To help navigate these times and understand what we as the church and Christians could be doing to help each other and our surrounding communities, lead pastor Andy Cass sits down with Scott Scholl and shares what's been on his heart. Please continue to gather with us each Sunday at 10 a.m. where we will be streaming our services on YouTube and Facebook. So let's try to leave some people with a few practical steps to hear God. That's good. What are some times in your life or what are some activities that you do where God begins to clearly speak to you? And let's make it really clear. This isn't audible. Correct. This isn't like words in the sky or on a wall. Just tell me, Scott, how do you feel directed by God? For me, there's kind of two main ways or one main way and then a way I kind of confirm things. So if I feel like God is pushing towards something or I feel like a nudge towards something, what I feel like I need to do is I have to reconcile with what I know of God, with what scripture says. And I generally, especially if it's a big step, I reconcile it with people that I know and trust. And part of the reason I always use those as the, the benchmarks is because I don't always trust the nudge that I feel. And so I believe God kind of pushes us. God kind of puts some things in front of us. In our family, what generally happens if something big is going to change in our life is my wife is like five steps ahead. She's running in front of God and what he's going to do. The problem is I'm usually about five steps behind. I saw that one coming. And I'm way behind what God's going to do. so true. And so what has to happen... <laughs> I'm just saying generally. Yeah, yeah. It's, it makes sense. Different so, paces. And so for us, one of the things that happens is, especially when, when God is moving in, in, in our family or there's something big, you know, the idea of moving back to, to Minnesota, the idea of moving to Arizona in the first place, those are times where Jamie's way ahead. And I'm way behind and God brings us to the middle and it kind of confirms those things. So, but I love that you said it's not audible. I, I, for quite a few years in my Christian walk, I was baffled by the fact that people Mm -hmm. talked about how God spoke. And instead, a lot of times it's a story in the Bible. It's a pastor talking in a podcast. It's a conversation that you and I have. It's places like that where I feel like he's kind of speaking and encouraging and challenging us. How about you, pastor for life? (laughs) So how do, how do I hear God? I approach him daily. Okay. I've been in a rhythm and a pursuit that is consistent and it's not tiring to me. And so if you want to hear God, then approach him daily. And for you, me, give us an idea what that looks like. Like what does approaching God daily look like in your life? For my life, it's creating a time and a space. And I think you should have an end goal in mind. Okay. And let me just tell you my time. My time is early in the morning. And thank God the kids are sleeping in a little bit more these days to give me a little space. But there are times where that space is surrounded by my family and and I don't get angry about that. I embrace that 
because I'm modeling before them who I seek first. That's good. And so time first, early in the morning. Number two, the space filters out distractions as much as possible. In that space, I'm going to have some coffee and I'm going to have some almonds. (laughs) Is that daily? Almonds are daily? Honestly, it's kind of a picture of chewing on God's word. And then as I'm taking a sip, and I've never thought about this. This is coming right now at this moment. I'm taking a sip. Man, I'm thirsting for God. That's awesome. Uh, it sounds, I mean, again, I just like made this really serious. <laughs> but that's, in essence, those are two little activities that I'm doing in that place without distraction where I'm just taking in God. And it's first things first. And then the end goal for me is I'm not going to leave. I'm, at 90% of the time, I'm not going to leave until I hear or I get something out of it. So that's the end goal? The end goal is to hear God. Okay. And that's a daily end goal. A daily end goal is like, God, what's that one thing you're trying to say? That's awesome. And like I said, I, I'm not going to lie. You know, it's 90%. There might be seasons where it's 75%. Sure. But at large, I am I'm so hungry and I'm so thirsty for God and what he has to say to me today that I'm not going to leave until he does. I'm a pretty stubborn guy. And the Lord knows that. It's good. And let me just make it really clear. I don't do this because I'm a pastor. So speak to that a little bit. And one thing I want you to say as I think about myself and I think about those of us that are trying to walk out our faith is we hear you say something about every day and all these things. Has it always been like this? Has it always been? Or did you kind of, have you worked into this? Is it something where you've always been first thing in the morning since you were, you know, knee high? Yeah. So I guess the process started like this. And some of you have heard this before, but the Lord really clearly spoke to me just in my heart at a camp when I was a youth pastor about 5 a.m. dreams. And the Lord said, I've got dreams that you will never realize unless you wake up at 5 a.m. That started a season of journaling for me. And you know me, you've seen me, you've seen me. He's got two in front of him right yeah, now. Yeah, two of them case. in there. And I have They're like, not legible. I had, Christy, the words are so small. I had Christy bring like six of them from the hub, the Echo offices, back home with me because this is my lifeblood. Like if we get stuck, like this is what the Lord spoke to me. And if I feel like I need to look back and find some hope and know that the Lord speaks and the Lord's speaking in me. That's awesome. And he wants to speak through me. I'm going to lean onto those things. And so scripture, I just write and I write and I write. And now I'm not writing a journal in the way of like, oh God, I feel like crap today. And, you know, emotionally this and that. And some people do that and that's fine. But really, it's a study component of how I kind of navigate through Scripture. So the one thing I want to make sure everybody hears is that this has been a process for you. Yeah, big time learning curve. And I just feel like it's so easy to go, well, Andy and Christy, they're the pastors. Yeah. They got to figure it out. And instead, I love hearing that you were an adult. You were in your ministry career. Yeah. And God spoke to you and it changed the trajectory of how things look today. Yeah. And so the big thing about it is, I mean, we're in the middle of a, of, of a process of prayer and fasting right now. Yep. We as a church have taken that step out. And the only thing I want to encourage people in, in this time is don't feel like you have to have it figured out. Yep. Let the process move. Let it begin. I love that. Let it begin. That's, that's amazing. And one of my Let favorite things that you have changed in my devotional life, specifically over the last year, is... You talked about having an end in goal, an end in sight, like have a goal, have a plan. My plan used to be the number of chapters mm. or the number of words or the number. And it just, 
it's still my default. I'm just going to be honest. My default is to read a lot. And what I've started to do is just, again, just in the beginning of this process, I've started to slow down, read less, process more, yep. try to understand more of what's going on. We were just reading a, a verse in the Bible, in our Bible study, but one of the, the things that never occurred to me was in the beginning in Genesis, God, God created the heavens and the earth. Well, in my mind, that's heaven and earth. But instead, the heavens in that sense means the skies, right? The things above us. Mm -hmm. Well, it kind of changes some of the ways you view some of those things. But had I not slowed down a little bit, had I not started this Bible study, I just don't know if those things would have occurred to me. Instead, I would have read Genesis in six days and blown through it and never noticed. Yep. And instead, we slow down and read three verses and try to understand the context or, or some pieces there. I just think it's really powerful. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so you know, where can people start today? with this journaling concept or reading scripture, pick a chapter and one of the New Testaments, preferably, mm -hmm. or in the one of the New Testament, one of the New Testament books. Sure. Potentially Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. And I would always default to John because of the way it's written. Mm -hmm. But yes. One I, of my favorite is Luke. Great. Not taking away anything from no, John. I love John, but I love Luke. Like there's just something in how he writes and how he articulates the story of Jesus that just captures my heart. But what people need to do is, is start reading. And if you start reading through a bunch of names, things like this, like be okay with just skimming over that. It's okay. It's okay. Cause that there's some deep concepts there, but it's not, this is not the right time. Sure. But once you get into more of the story-based parable of Jesus's words, take it verse by verse. And for some of you, that's some red letters in your Bible. If you have that type of Bible. And then what I would tell you to do that I would, after you get to that component and you find that one verse, write that verse down. It's good. And then pray it back to God. You want to want to just try that right now? So we're talking about the idea of, so we start with Luke, we skip ahead a little bit because of the lineage that's in the beginning. And then we start to read about the life of Jesus. The idea is maybe we read until God speaks to us or we hear a chapter, excuse me, a verse that seems significant write that part down, and then pray that part back to God. Yeah, write it out, if you can. In your idea, it's a journal, right? It's a journal. Okay. Write a prayer out. Let it be a long-form response. Oh, interesting. So it's not just the verse itself, it's the response mm -hmm. to the verse. Okay? Yep. Just randomly. I did, you know, what people do all the time. They open their Bible up Come and on. they point the finger, right, onto one verse within a chapter. But Luke Chapter 5, verse 28, it says, he got up, he left everything, and he followed him. Oof, that's powerful. So, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray this verse right now. Lord, help me get up today. And I pray my neighbor, my friend, my coworker, people of Echo, God, that you would give us the strength, you'd give us the hope to rise above the scenario we're in. God, we understand that you're bigger and you're more capable than any virus here on earth. Yes. We know you love us. So today I lean in right now at this very moment and say, help us get up. God, I pray that as this is facing us, not only in a whole world basis, but God, the Christian community just sitting right in front of us. God, help us rise up, Lord, and respond the way you want us to do, not only collectively, but also individually. 
God, make it clear that when we get up, God, that there's a purpose and there's a place and there's a people. And there's passion, I believe, that you're beginning to just birth within us, God, and you're wanting to, us to go. Yes. We're never here to stay. And so Jesus, it, it says here, it says uh, that, that they left everything. And God, I just ask that right now you would help us put in perspective what is important. Yes, Lord. If our homes are not of importance, if our house or our computers or our technology or help us leave everything to follow that purpose that you have for us. And that last component, God, got up and they followed him. Lord, I believe, but help my disbelief. Lord, if you walk, help me follow you. Like we pray this all the time at Echo God, this is easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Give us the strength. Give us the boldness. God, help us follow you because we know this is bigger than us. Mm. In Jesus' name. Amen. So that's one verse, praying it back. That's awesome. I love it. We didn't even plan this. We did not. This was not a faking. That's correct. When we did this, man, I felt the spirit just fall upon me, man. Come on. And again, is it this physical scenario? I'm not trying to explain that. Here's the deal. The peace of God is sitting there Mm -hmm. and waiting to just absolutely captivate your heart and your mind. I'm telling you, Scott, right now, I am pumped up and I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever the day has in front of us. I'm ready ready for all the news that I'm not going to read and look at. That's good. (laughs) I like that. The one thing I think in all this is... You don't need a theology degree. And I just want to reiterate something you said earlier. What a great day to start this journey. Amen. What a great day to start this. Thanks for letting me be a part, man. Actually, I do want to talk about one thing. From a practical standpoint, I want to talk a little bit about fasting. Yeah. And just kind of how that plays a part as we sit here doing a podcast and my stomach is rumbling right now. Just, <laughs> I think it's, there's just power in, in just kind of understanding it. So I'd love to talk about fasting. And then the last thing I want to talk about here soon. We'll, we'll have a lot of other things to talk about. Sure. Is how will Echo respond? That's awesome. We've made it very clear we want to be a church that's in a city and making a difference. Absolutely. I think there's a lot to be said. There's a lot to be said about that, and we probably need to talk about it. I love it. I think that's awesome. Hey, Echo, we appreciate you. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for chiming in. We would love for you to take a moment, if you haven't done this already, and rate the podcast wherever that is. I mean, we uh, prefer it to be rated well. But. And well, preferably. Share it. That's good. Because we believe this content is helpful in a world that's got content that is not so helpful. And then also, let us know what you think about it. Thank you for joining us as we continue to be the church during this time of many unknowns. Pastor Andy raises great questions as well as gives us practical steps we can take even as we physically distance ourselves from one another. What can we do or say to our friends and family even if we don't have the answers? How can we be a light and instill positivity to those on social media or through text messages and our phone calls to one another? We want you to remember that Echo Church is here for you. So please feel free to reach out via Instagram, Facebook, and or shoot us an email. Hey at wearetheecho.church. 
This episode was produced and mixed by Just Hit Publish Productions. 